I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Welcome to a brand new episode of Podcast About Nothing. I'm your host, D.A. Pace. And for today's episode, it's kind of a... It's it's kind of a uh, continuation of the Joker movie review. I don't think y'all realize exactly how artistic that movie really is. Um, And if you you saw the movie, then, you know, I... You watched it in very, very high, like, if you watched it in detail, that's why I feel like you should have seen it a second time, or, you know what I'm saying, like, more than once, if you're really into film, this isn't a movie to me, it's a film, I gotta think about it, like, it's very artistic, it's movie of the year, Joaquin Phoenix will win actor of the year for an Oscar, um yeah it's a, it's a great movie so i just i just want y'all to like really take into consideration that movie as a whole and what it's trying to get everyone to see so in this episode i think i'm going to do a, like a little bit of a deeper dive into Arthur Fleck and the, and Joker as a as a combination and as individuals, and also, who was the better Joker between Joaquin Phoenix and Heath Ledger, because I feel like that's a, a, a real conversation that needs to be had, but shout out to Osita Brand, make sure y'all go follow Osita Brand for all the high fashion, 100% leather uh, dress shoes for men and women, uh, backpacks as well, make sure y'all go follow Osita Brand on Instagram, at O-S-I-T-A Brand, O-S-I-T-A Brand, Osita Brand. If you haven't listened to the interview, make sure you go back and listen to my Osita Brand interview. Uh, they they go into great detail about exactly what it is that their clothing line is about, what it stands for, the origin story of it. Uh, also, shout out to uh, what occasion. Uh, if you're trying to plan a party, a trip, wedding reception, whatever the case may be, no matter what the occasion, go with what occasion. You can follow them on Instagram at what occasion all one word on instagram also make sure you go shop at www.lechosashotsauce.com that's lechosashotsauce.com l-e-c-h-o-s-a-s hot sauce all one word lechosashotsauce.com or follow them on instagram at lechosashotsauce all one word on instagram uh make sure you follow the podcast is instagram at 
podcast about nothing on Instagram and on Twitter, pod about nothing, P-O-D about nothing, pod about nothing on Twitter. Uh, I'm trying to become more active on there. Um, shout out to, uh, I, I saw today, my, my song of the day today was, uh, The Way You Move by Big Boy featuring Sleepy Brown. And Sleepy Brown liked the post. Sleepy Brown liked the post. That was what's up, man. Sleepy, shout out to Sleepy Brown. Uh, I hope y'all been really liking the song of the day. If you have any suggestions, let me know. Even if you're an artist yourself and you want to get your song out there, and you want me to make your song, Song of the Day, holla at your boy, man. Just DM me, shoot me a little, you know what I'm saying? Yo, this is a song, take a listen to it. I'll make it Song of the Day, you know? So, and also, for the month of November, I'm trying to interview artists as well. I'm going to make an ad for it. Don't worry about it. I'm going to make an ad. I'm trying to interview artists all throughout the month of November, um, whether you're an artist, as far as like paintings, drawings, sculptures, if you're a ballerina, if you're like another alternative dancer, if you're a rapper, singer, rock star, country music star, and you're really trying to get your name out there, you're really trying to get your your product out there, you're really trying to get your your talents out there, and you need a platform to, to do it on, podcast about nothing is going to be for you. So make sure you follow me, hit me up, DM me, comment, whatever, just email me. Just reach out to me any way that you possibly can. And uh, we'll try to set something up. I'm doing this all throughout the month of November. Um, I think that's it. I think that's enough for the intro. Yeah, that, I think that's enough. That's enough, that's enough. So we're going to get into this Joaquin Phoenix as Joker debate versus Heath Ledger's Joker. We're going to talk about uh, also the psychological deep dive of Arthur Fleck and the Joker as a combination, as an individual, all right? So, if you didn't like the movie, this episode may not be for you. But uh, I think it's kind of uh, pretty few far in between of people who, like, really didn't like that movie, didn't like that film, the artistic perfection that was displayed. Whatever, let's just get to it. Now, I know you've been enjoying this episode you're probably thinking in your head right now, damn, Apex, what is it now? What what, what do you got to tell me about now? I need to tell you about recording your own podcast and getting it distributed only by using Anchor. All right, so, so let me explain. See, first off, it's free. Also, there's certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, your tablet, or your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts, CastBox FM, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place, and that is Anchor. So make sure you go download the free, free Anchor app. Or go to anchor.fm to get started. About nothing nation. Let me get your attention before I let this episode finish and tell you all about what occasion. What occasion is a travel agency slash party planning committee owned by my cousin, my family, Tamara. 
Now, you can go follow What Occasion on Instagram at What Occasion, all one word. If you have plans on planning on a birthday party for your 21st, a King Sierra, or you want to take a trip to the Bahamas, make sure you go with What Occasion. Because no matter what the occasion, go with What Occasion. So, um, Arthur Fleck, right? I'm not going to refer Arthur Fleck as Joaquin Phoenix because... Arthur Fleck isn't Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix was Arthur Fleck. Yeah. So, um, Arthur Fleck suffered from schizophrenia. Um, I, I, I studied psychology as a minor in college. Um, and I don't ever remember my professor telling us that laughing was a form of a side effect of schizophrenia. I didn't know. I looked it up. It is. So it does put a lot of perspective into, like, you start to see the Joker a bit differently because it's almost as though, like, huh, that's where the laugh comes from. And it was uncontrollable and everything like that. So I, I... I don't know, I just feel like that that part of Arthur Fleck arts was, character art was important to identify because it wasn't just him being maniacal. It wasn't just some type of gimmick. It was a condition that he began to embrace. Arthur saw the good in people. He gave... he. He gave the benefit of the doubt to everyone that he encountered. From people that he worked with, even when the kids beat him up and took his sign, he told the big dude, I think his name was, I forgot what his name was. But he even told the big dude, like, no, I should have just let it go. I shouldn't have chased after them. They were just kids. Like, they jumped him. They jumped this man. But he saw the benefit of the doubt in everyone that he encounters because he feels like it's important to maintain that humanity to not just see everyone as being evil, not to just see everyone as wrongdoers, but to give everyone that benefit of the doubt. So for him, you know, seeing those kids behave that way, he just felt like, you know, they're just kids. You know, they, they do things. They, they try to push the boundaries or whatever like that. So, I found I found that about Arthur that he saw the good in the people, but the the thing is about the Joker character is and people try to and people often confuse this with Joker. Like he's not this super criminal mastermind super villain. He's like he when he does wrong, when he does bad things, when he breaks the law. It's not him looking for monetary gain. And that's one thing about the Joker that people need to remember and understand. And that can help you further understand uh, Joker of the movie Joker. He's not looking for... the Joker doesn't look for monetary gain. It's simply chaos. He likes to wreak, wreak havoc. And that's it. 
he's not trying to rule the world and destroy the universe and all that other stuff, like all the other corny um, template vanilla supervillain stuff. He just wants to wreak havoc and cause chaos. I feel like this movie, Joker, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, is a prequel to Heath Ledger's Joker. That movie, Joker, is set in the mid-80s. And... Dark Knight, with Heath Ledger as the Joker, came out about 20 years later. If you're following that timeline, that took place 20 years later. So, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like... I just feel like this movie was... Yeah, so let me just go back. This is a prequel to Heath Ledger's Joker. That's how I feel. There are parts of this movie where... I saw Heath Ledger's Joker kind of start to bleed through. But he couldn't reach his full potential yet as being the Joker because he was only the Joker for about an hour. Not an hour of the movie, but I think an hour out of the whole whole timeline of whence this movie was played out on. Like, this movie, I think, is about... Let me see. I feel like this movie part took place within like uh, um, two weeks, a two week span, because when Arthur Fleck, I was about to call him Joaquin Phoenix, when Arthur Fleck got the call, um, and you know what, I'm going to say this too, shout out to Joaquin Phoenix, because by me saying, instead of saying Arthur Fleck, the name of the character, I'm saying Joaquin Phoenix. It it was almost as if I got lost watching this movie. And my mind started portraying it as if it was reality. Um I was really engaged in this movie, man. I, I really love this movie. I was think I'm thinking about seeing it again tomorrow. I don't know though. But anyway, um so Arthur gets a call. And I think they tried to set him up to go on the show the following Thursday. I think they said next week Thursday. Either they said on th- on Thursday or next week Thursday. And I think they said next week Thursday. So I feel like this movie took place over a span of maybe two weeks. Right? Arthur Fleck was full-fledged Joker. I think for maybe about an hour out of this whole timeline. During the whole duration of this timeline, of this film, I feel like Arthur Fleck was Joker only for about an hour. Like, even when he killed his mom, I don't think he was full-fledged Joker yet. Now, when he killed Big Homie, he was probably Joker then. But I feel like he just didn't tap into it, uh, like, wholeheartedly. Until he went on that show. Actually, yeah. 
Because even up to that point, even when he walked on stage and he kissed that old woman, he felt like he had nothing to lose. So he was living carefree. So yeah, he's going to tongue down an old lady. He was going to kill himself. He planned on killing himself. That was the whole point. I'm going to kill myself on camera. That was it. But something switched. Something changed. His mind changed. I don't remember a line that Robert De Niro said. I think Robert De Niro... Robert De Niro's character, Murray Franklin. I think Murray making Arthur the punchline about how bad of a comedian he is switched... It flipped that that switch to on for Arthur Fleck. Where it's like, no, you know what? I'm going to kill this fool instead. Because he went on that rant like, you know, what do you get? And he, he, because he decided to not tell that joke. Because Murray Franklin was making fun of him. So he decided, you know, no, I'm not killing myself. I'm not going out like that. I'm not going to give them that. I'm not killing myself. That's when he became the Joker. I don't know what he planned on doing, but killing Murray Franklin wasn't in the plans. But then again, that's Joker. He likes to wreak chaos. I mean, granted, sometimes he doesn't know which way he's going while he's doing... He's like a tornado. A tornado's sole purpose is to wreak havoc. Uh, it has no target. It has no discrimination. It's not judgmental. It just wreaks havoc. And I feel like that's what Joker does. He just wreaks havoc. Well, let me take out that, that judgmental part. Tornadoes are not judgmental. The Joker is. But he has no one target. It's just... What's going to cause the most chaos? And how can I accomplish that? By any means necessary. He has backup plans to his backup plan. Now, sometimes he doesn't know how it's going to play out. But the whole point of the Joker is to just wreak havoc. And I feel like that's what he did on this in this movie because... He was planning on ending it all. And he even told Murray, like, look, I'm not I, I'm not into politics. I'm not political like that. I'm not trying to gain this cult-like following because he planned on killing himself on camera. Things changed. And I feel like Arthur Fleck is no more. I was watching this review, right, on YouTube, and they were saying how they didn't like the fact that uh, the Joker went on that on that uh, talk show and looking like meek, looking real weak, looking real like, you know, ducking his head in between his shoulders, not too sure of himself anymore. He planned on killing himself. Because I, he planned on saying, I hope my death makes more sense than my life. He was going to kill himself. 
So he changed his mind. He turned to the very next page and told a different joke. You know? There was a line in that movie when he was... um, I love the speech at the end. You know, what do you get when you get a mentally ill man and you put him in a corner and da 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 and he, you know, you get what you effing deserve, and he shoots and kills Murray Franklin, a.k.a. Robert De Niro. Um, I love that scene. But a line that I loved the most was when he was suffocating his mother under that pillow. And he said, this whole time, I thought my life was a tragedy, when really it's a comedy. And they say that um, tragedy and comedy are are um, synonymous with one another. Because, you know, you get the whole sad clown, happy clown. You got that. You, got, you get that whole dynamic. Um, so they say tragedy and comedy is synonymous. Because... Even in a tragedy during a sad moment, there are some people who can still find humor in tragedy. Some people can still find humor in tragedy. It's synonymous. Like, it's, it's synonymous. Like, I remember watching the nine uh, during 9-11 and someone was recording the plane hitting a building, right? And this guy, he kind of chuckled a little bit in the background. He was like, huh, I'm so happy I stayed awake last night to watch Monday Night Football because I missed my alarm. It was almost a realization. And he couldn't help but just chuckle at that, like, huh. I would have been up there dead. I would have been up there dead. But I decided to stay up last night and watch Monday Night Football. Now, he wasn't laughing from the bottom of his gut. And his pants was ripping. He wasn't laughing, but it was just a little chuckle like, huh, isn't that funny? If I would have went to sleep on time like I normally do and woke up on time like I normally do every morning, and came in to work. I've been up there dead. But my by me being late saved my life. It's like that. It's finding the comedy in tragedy. Sad clown, happy clown. I feel like this movie was a prequel to Heath Ledger's Joker because you could see in and I don't know if Joaquin Phoenix did this on purpose or not. I don't know. But I could definitely see the influences of Heath Ledger's Joker. Even in the way he wore his hair. The way that his hair was worn. I could see the influences. I could just see it. Um, Love the movie, though. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5 for this movie of the year. I'm getting that DVD. Uh, this was a great movie, though. So, like, if you haven't seen it, go see it. I think it's about two or three weeks old now. Go see it, man. It was a great movie. I feel like 
at, at, at some point, Joker swallowed Arthur Fleck. Like, I don't believe Arthur Fleck exists anymore. He killed the uh, psychiatrist that was in Arkham Asylum. I don't know if he killed that black, that black woman or not. That uh, in his head, who he had a crush with. I don't know what happened to her. I don't know. Some people feel like he didn't do anything because there was no need to. He had no need to kill that psychiatrist and he still did. To be honest, he didn't need to kill Murray Franklin. But he still did anyway. There's a part I kind of feel like he may have done something to her, though. If he didn't kill her, he may have done I don't know, though. You know, and 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 I think that's that's the that's the one and only part of this movie that haunts me. I do not know what happened to that woman. That's the one part of this whole movie that haunts me. I don't know what happened to her. And she also had a daughter. I don't know what happened. But you seen police sirens flashing in the background when he went back to his apartment. That part haunts me to this day. I need to know what happened in that apartment room. I need to know what happened. Because it haunts me. Uh, I know I was sitting next to this one uh, young lady uh, when I went to go see the movie for the second time. She covered her face. Because I saw her like kind of like like ball up in her seat when he stabbed homie in the neck with the scissors and started beating his head against the wall. But that's how that's how I feel like the Joker should be. Just those moments of him snapping and just causing fear. Is is those moments from the Joker. Because we get those moments where the Joker he laughs. <laughs> no, he does all that stuff like we get those moments of the Joker where he's just being maniacal. He's being mischievous. We get those moments. But then you have to also remember that he has and this is something that I didn't know until watching Joker, he has schizophrenia. I never thought that he was like legally mentally ill. You thought that he was mentally deranged. Like, why else would you do all these things? But the fact that he's clinically, legally mentally ill, he's deemed mentally ill. He was prescribed medication as a free man, not when he got put into the Arkham Asylum, but as a free man living his life, working a regular nine to five job, having friends, trying to do stand up comedy, all that stuff. He was prescribed medicine. Clinically and legally, he has schizophrenia. So it's those moments where he becomes, he gets those schizophrenic episodes and he just snaps. And he shoots Murray Frank and he shoots someone in the face. He 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 suffocates his mother. He stabs the guy in the neck with some scissors and bangs his face in, into the wall repeatedly. 
There was even moments where he banged his own. He 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 did self-inflicting pain on himself and banged his head against the window. Now there was something that I did see that I noticed the second time around. When he was speaking to his caseworker, and she asked him, Arthur, is the medication working? Because he wanted them to up his dosage. And she said, is the medication working? And he said, well, and it looked, and it, it, it switched over to a scene with him in a straight jacket, and he banged his head against the window. And he was inside of a all-white padded room, and he banged his head against the window. And that made me think of something. Is this a flashback? Or is this all in his head? Because that made no sense for it to go to that. Why is he now in a straitjacket banging his head against the window? Now, you could probably be thinking, okay, that's what's going on in his mind. Is that what's going on in his mind? Him banging his head against the window with a straitjacket on? When he asks, is the medication working? When in his mind, that's what he sees? Or is this in his mind? While he's banging his head against the window. Questions, man. Questions. Just questions. That movie leaves you guessing and wondering. That's why it's a masterpiece. Now, I can't let this episode finish without telling you all about the greatest, tastiest, hottest hot sauce in the hot sauce game. They chose us hot sauce. And you can take my word for it. They sent me two free bottles so I can have a little taste. It's the hottest out there. It's the hottest out there. And if you're really into spicy foods, pick up some Lechosa's hot sauce. That's L-E-C-H-O-S-A-S hot sauce. You can find their website on www.lechosashotsauce.com. Follow them on Instagram at Lechosa's hot sauce. Again, it's www.lechosashotsauce.com. Pick up a bottle and let them know that podcast about nothing sent you. I hope everybody is enjoying this episode so far, but allow me to take one minute of your time and talk to you about something very important. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and very easy to use. And now, Anchor can even match you with great sponsors too, so you can get paid to podcast. I don't have a fancy setup. I don't have a studio. It's just me, my iPad, and I hit record. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Again, that's anchor.fm slash start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now, which Joker was best? Heath Ledger's or Joaquin Phoenix. See, I don't know why we always got to pin greatness against one another. 
Why can't we just love both? You know what I'm saying? But Heath Ledger's Joker was better, dog. Let's call a spade a spade, man. Heath Ledger's Joker was better than Joaquin Phoenix. And I'm not trying to take anything away from Joaquin Phoenix. It's not even that. It's just... How long was Heath Ledger on the screen? How long was he on the screen? Total amount of time. I'm not going to look it up. Y'all can look it up. It was part. It was probably a quarter of the amount of time that Joaquin Phoenix was on the screen, and Joaquin Phoenix was on the screen for the entire two hours, the whole duration of the movie. Joaquin Phoenix is on the screen. He was in every scene of the movie, every scene. He was never not on the screen. He was always on the screen, always. He was in every scene. You're saying, well, it was a Joker movie. Exactly. What do you remember about the Dark Knight movie? Joker. Heath Ledger. That was a Batman movie. And he stole the, every time Heath Ledger was on the screen, he stole that scene. Every time. Throughout the whole movie that he, whenever, all right, throughout the movie, right, whenever Heath Ledger's Joker was never on the screen, you kept asking yourself, you kept wondering. I know you did. You kept wondering, though, when is the Joker coming back? What is he concoctioning right now? What is he planning? What is he stirring up? What is he thinking up? I wonder what the Joker is doing right now. When he wasn't on the screen, that's what people kept thinking of. So I wonder what the Joker is doing right now. He got to be up to something. He could have been on the screen for the quarter, quarter amount of time as Joaquin Phoenix. So in that small amount of time that Heath Ledger had on the screen, Heath Ledger made the Dark Knight what it was. If there was no Dark Knight, I mean, if there was no Heath Ledger, if there was no Heath Ledger's Joker, I don't think that movie is as revered as it is. But this was a movie about the Joker for Joaquin Phoenix. We have to see his character arc. We got to see that. With Heath Ledger's Joker, nah, as soon as he stepped on the scene, this is who I am. Y'all got to adapt to me. You're not about to watch me grow. You're not about to watch the process. Y'all are playing keep up. But with Joaquin Phoenix, we kind of grew with him. I got to go with Heath Ledger, man. I have to. He made a bigger impact on that movie than Joaquin Phoenix did on his own movie because that was his movie. And I hate saying this because I'm not trying to take anything away from that movie. I, I love that movie. That movie might be my sixth favorite movie of all time already. 
love that movie. But man, if it wasn't for Heath Ledger and Joker, dog, I don't know if I like Dark Knight. I don't know. Probably not. Like if in that movie, instead of it being Joker and Two-Face, if it was like Scarecrow and Two-Face, I don't know. Is Heath Ledger playing Scarecrow? Maybe. If he is, I'll probably still like it. I don't know. Um, I love that movie, Joker. I love the movie Dark Knight. I love them both as Joker, Heath Ledger, and Joaquin Phoenix. But Heath Ledger is Heath Ledger is the better Joker, man. Just because he was on the screen for maybe an hour. Maybe an hour. And I doubt that. He was probably in total on the screen for about 25 minutes. He stole that movie, man. He really did. You walk, I know I walked out of that movie theater wishing that I saw more of Heath Ledger as a Joker. Recipes of Heath Ledger, dog. Recipes of Heath Ledger, man. Joaquin Phoenix, dog, you did a fantastic job. We're all happy for you. We're all proud of you. Congratulations on winning uh, leading actor of the year for, for an Oscar and Oscar for a movie of the year and all that. Todd Phillips, congratulations on winning director of the year because you're going to win that. Joker is going to sweep through the Oscars. They're going to sweep through. And one reactor, he has said that they won't win anything because they don't want to promote people with mental illnesses snapping and killing people in the society. But if they're pushed to it, I think that that could happen. I think they're going to give Oscars what Oscars are due. Not all the time, not when it comes to black people, but we're going to get into that a different time. This was a great movie, man. It was a great film. It was artistic. It was a great, great, great film. I might go see it again tomorrow. I don't know. But needless to say, man, if you haven't seen this Joker, go see it. Go see it. Even if you go see it by yourself, go see it by yourself. Who cares? Take yourself out on a date. You know what I'm saying? Hang out with you. Get to know you. Okay. Um, the this is episode. This is season two, episode nineteen. Season two, episode twenty is coming out on Monday. That will be the season finale. And on that episode, I am going to go down my favorite albums of the year. Season finale. I gotta do something big. So I'm gonna give you all my top. I don't know five or ten albums of the year that I've listened to. Um, y'all are not going to agree with me, and that is fine. And I, I, I actually need to go back and look at all the albums that came out this year. I know her album came out this year, Ari Lennox, YBN Corday, Chance album. I'm, I didn't listen to Kanye's album. I'm not going to. I didn't listen to the Baby's album. I'm not going to. So we're going to get into it. Don't worry about it, man. And uh, Make sure you keep in, keep in mind that I'm looking to interview artists of any walk of artistry that you're in, hit me up. I'm looking to interview y'all starting out in November. But season two, episode 20, dropping Monday, season finale, then I'll be back that following Monday. So it won't be an episode Friday. There won't be an episode on Saturday. But that following Monday, season three, episode one is going to kick off, all right? I love y'all. Thank you for all the support. 
I hope that y'all have been enjoying songs of the day. I hope y'all have been enjoying my podcast. I hope that y'all have been listening to uh, Beards and Bonnets podcast that I have with Jade. I hope that y'all have been enjoying that uh, episode coming soon for that as well. I hope that y'all just been enjoying this journey because I'm looking to make it to the mountaintop, man. And I want to take as many people as I can with me. Please continue to support me. Please continue to listen to my content. Please continue to pass the word around. I'm going to try to work on some merchandise. That's what I've really been trying to work on, getting the website. I've been, it's been really distracting me from the podcast. But I'm trying to come back around. Trying to, there's so many things for the podcast that I'm trying to do to the point where I'm neglecting the podcast itself. And I apologize to everybody, man. But I hope that y'all been enjoying my songs of the day. I hope that y'all been enjoying my posts that I've been posting on Instagram. It's been getting a lot of, it's gained me a lot of followers. It's gained me a lot of likes, the insights and the, um, the algorithm of Instagram and all that. I'm trying to learn the concept of that, trying to play with that, trying to, I don't know, man. I'm just, there's a lot that goes into this besides just pressing record and then publishing it. There's a lot more that goes into trying to get into the whole social media arena of things and trying to blow up through social media. There's a lot more than just, oh, here's my product and putting it out there. Like, you got to interact with people, man. There's a, it's a whole thing. But I thank you all. I love you all for for going down this road with me for as long as you have. Continue to be patient. Continue with the kind words. Continue with the um the um the uh what's 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 the word I'm looking for? Um criticism. Thank you for the kind words. Thank you for the criticism, man. I appreciate it all. Uh but yeah, this is season two, episode nineteen. Uh the season finale is coming up on Monday. I'm, I'm going to do my favorite albums of the year, and I'm going to rank them. I don't know if I'm going to do top five or top ten. I don't know, but I, I'll let y'all know. Uh, actually, yeah, 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 I'll let y'all know. But this has been another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I've been your host, DA Pace. Until next time, mind your business, count your blessings. Don't be bitter. Be better. Peace. Home is where you should feel the safest. But the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. Zenni offers prescription glasses starting at $6.95, as well as affordable sunglasses, blue blockers, and more. The best part? Try any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Visit zenni.com today and change the way you buy glasses forever.